0: I'm Jasmine Moradi, and you're listening to the Queens of Tech podcast, a podcast series about raising the voice of workplace champions. 60-plus questions in around 30 minutes with women, non-binary, and transgender influencers about their journey into STEM, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. I started the Queens of Tech podcast initiative in May 2022 because I would like to retain more women, non-binary, and transgenders in the tech industry. Talent is out there, but our work environment needs to improve for all to feel safer, stay authentic, and to be valued for our contributions. My vision is to raise the workplace ecosystem for all in the tech industry by killing the imposter syndrome, stopping bad behavior, and increasing equity opportunities. Each podcast talk is built around 60-plus questions regarding upbringing, education, career path, DEIB, and future advice. My mission is to bridge the gap between schools and workplaces by getting to the heart of my guests' personal life and career journey to inspire other girls, women, non-binary, and transgenders to unleash their full potential to reach top leadership roles in the tech industry. My goal is to raise the voice of tech champions around the world and together with companies, investors, and politicians raise the challenges and opportunities around equity, inclusive diversity, and belonging in our workplaces. Enough is enough. I would like to enforce companies to build a sustainable, inclusive culture to retain diverse talent so we keep the workplace power equity to continue building future diverse and inclusive products. Your voice matters. In this episode, I'm very excited to welcome my guest, Tech Queen Masume Khandan, founder and CEO of MX3P and consultant at the World Bank. Salam
1: Masume! Hello, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good and excited to be here and connect with the listeners.
0: I'm very happy to have you joining us from the U.S. And I also love that we both are Iranians. Thank you. Now, let us dive into your journey into STEM. Hope you're ready for the Queens of take 60 plus questions. Let's go. Let's warm up with a few fun facts about you. How would you describe your personality in three hashtags?
1: Joyful,
0: the Vierans curious, and eager to expand.
1: How would you describe your life in three sentences? My life is characterized by a fast-paced and hard-working approach, balanced by minimal and intentional lifestyle. I prioritize my overall well-being by staying active in various aspects of my life, spiritually, physically, intellectually, and socially. I find joy and positivity in the spice of friendship, connection, and sports. What kind of music stimulates and motivates you the most? I enjoy listening to traditional music when I need to stimulate my mind, and music with six-eight rhythms when I need a quick body energy boost. What is your personal motto? Adventure. Live the life I want. Enjoy the moments. I believe that by combining bold dreams with grit in the face of obstacles, anything is possible. So my personal motto serves as a reminder to stay true to myself and my vision, even if it's easier to take the safe and conventional path. What is your favorite book? Music of the Soul. What is your favorite
0: podcast?
1: Most podcasts are on people's journey. Mac or
0: PC? Mac. Say something interesting about you that most people don't know.
1: As an adventure seeker, I often face many challenges that require a great deal of endurance. However, I'm known for my joyful and fun loving nature that uplifts those around me. What is your hidden talent? Challenging and expanding myself. If you were going to write a book about your life, what would a title be? Unleashed, a journey of adventure, leadership, and perseverance, or maybe very balance, yes. My journey as a kid in a small conversative town, engineering, businesswoman, and public policy experts. Great
0: start, Masuma. Now, let us dig deeper. Our childhood has an effect on our adulthood. Our early experiences shape our belief about ourselves, others, and the world. Now, I want to discover your childhood. Where did you grow up?
1: In two small towns in Iran.
0: What was your dream job as a child? Being a pilot, to travel.
1: What was your favorite subject in school? Mathematics, because I enjoyed problem solving and finding logical solutions mm-hmm. to complex equations. Mm-hmm. Later on, management and leadership. What was your least
0: favorite subject? Geography. What is your earliest memory of technology and the arrival of the internet? Wasn't supplies. Which were the three first technology gadgets you owned? A desktop computer,
1: MP3 player, iPhone. Who was your female role model growing up, and why? I used many women with my role models in a sense that I did not want to live my life like them. That's why I decided to continue my education and improve my analytical skills to be able to make better choices and decisions in my life.
0: How do you think where you grew up and the school you went to and the generation you come from influence your education and career choice?
1: I could be a kid and have a free street when I was a kid and spend the entire my time having fun. Then witnessing how women were ending up unhappy made me make different choices. In my early age, I could choose to continue my education and empower people to make choices working for them. Then attending schools that had limited resources and opportunities influenced my education and career choices. I had to work harder to pursue my passion for electrical engineering and eventually break into the male-dominated field of technology. However, these challenges also made me more determined to succeed and led me to pursue a career in public policy to help break down barriers for women and all. Impressive. Now, I'm going
0: to read two quotes. First one, how does the universe expect me to choose a career path at 16? I can't even choose what I want for dinner. Second, Abraham Lincoln said, I quote, "The best way to predict your future is to create it." So, Masuma, I want to know the choices behind your career path. Where and what did you study at university?
1: Electrical engineering to use math and physics to make logical decisions, then management to manage tech companies, then transition to a role in public policy where I focused on advocating for empowering women, promoting sports, and improving labor market outcomes. Who and what influenced you to get into your chosen field? My curiosity and hunger to learn and do what inspires me and give access to others to do so.
0: What professional roles have you had before that led you to the current one and to start your own company?
1: Product manager. I learned I needed to improve my leadership and management skills in theory rather than just in action and practice to be able to succeed. What does MX3P do? In the rich industrial countries, aging and the slow population growth are going to cause population collapse in a few years. The social and economic structures are not going to support the economic growth and the highly demanded service sector, such as elderly care. And the young will most likely be a slave to take care of elderly. So these countries are going to deal with labor scarcity, especially low-skilled labor in the service sector. We have been able to create labor-saving technology in the production sector, but slow progress in the service sector. There is a slim chance to be able to address the lower-skilled labor scarcity by technological progress in a few years. So we have a team of highly motivated people to address these issues by providing good jobs for low skilled labor and filling skilled labor and women to work on the world's important issues. What is your title and what is your main responsibilities? I'm a founder and the CEO, and many people know me as an entrepreneur, policy expert, thought leader, speaker, among other things. But let's put titles and accomplishments aside. At my core, I'm a seven-year-old with a healthy disregard for the impossible. For example, I decided that empowering people to do what they want was what I wanted to do with my life. I was a graduated student at Harvard when I realized that the current system was never going to to get us there. I decided to have a company to bring teams and partners to do so together. How did you get the role at the World Bank? I was awarded the Joint Japan World Bank Scholarship to study MBA at Harvard so I could get to know the World Bank and I was eager to get involved in improving development outcomes in developing world by working at this big organization. What does a typical workday look like for you? Researching, analyzing data, and working on policy issues, attending meetings with the stakeholders, writing policy reports, and collaborating with colleagues to develop policy recommendations and help governments and businesses to address their challenges.
0: I love the quote, choose a job you love and you will never have to work a day in your life. What do you love about your roles?
1: Flexibility and challenges of working on important interesting issues. My roles also allow me to use my expertise in engineering, management, and public policy to make a positive impact on the society. I feel fulfilled knowing that my work is contributing to the advancement of economic and social issues.
0: What is the best experience you've had in your role so far? Any examples?
1: Building relationships with incredible individuals, additionally, having one of my policy recommendations adopted by a state government, was a huge accomplishment. Recently, we had the opportunity to design the Moroccan Entrepreneurship Policy and Research Center and Witness. Its positive impact on employment and businesses, it was truly fulfilling to see the tangible results of our hard work and advocacy efforts. And what is the biggest
0: challenge you've encountered so far and how did you tackle it?
1: Because is myself, learning what stops me. And I have a structure in my life to help me to be my best in different areas. Our acts are similar in different areas of our life. If we can transform an area of our life, it is going to touch other areas as well.
0: What do you wish everybody understood about
1: your role? It is not important what your role or company is. It's important whether you enjoy what you do.
0: What is the one common myth about your professional field that you want to disapprove?
1: The common myth is that public policy is only for privileged individuals with networks and specific family Mm backgrounds, where public policy is a dynamic field that should value diverse perspective and skill sets and anyone with the passion for making a positive impact. And everyone could personally carry in policy regardless of their background or connections. What do you love
0: about working in this industry?
1: The potential for technology offers limitless possibilities to positively impact the economy and society. I aim to direct investment towards the life technologies and contribute to shaping a brighter future for all.
0: Oprah Winfrey said, I quote, think like a queen. A queen is not afraid to fail. Failure is another stepping stone to greatness. Masuma, what have by far been your biggest achievement in your career?
1: I could be authentic with myself and the world. My biggest achievements in my career include breaking to the male-dominated field of electrical engineering, advocacy for women empowerment towards sports and education, and contributing to policy changes in the labor market and tax systems. What's the biggest factor has helped you become successful? Any success habits? Maybe authenticity, listening to my heart, determination, and perseverance. I'm committed to my goals and willing to put in the hard work to achieve them. I'm a professional hiker. I learn to walk even slowly. Eventually, I get to the peak. I also have a habit of continuous learning and improvement, which helps me to learn more about what I want and what stops me to achieve what I want. How do you measure your own performance at work? By setting specific goals and outcomes and regularly reflecting on my progress and identifying areas of improvement, I also seek feedback from colleagues and stakeholders to help me evaluate my performance and identify areas for progress. I just try to be my best. With success comes failure. What is your biggest failure
0: in your career and what did you learn from it?
1: In 2016, I faced a significant setback when I was fired from Tink Tank in D.C. I spoke traumatized by the experience, which was especially painful because it was my first such experience. They had thought I was an Iran's spy. I realized that the reality of working in the U.S. was far different from what I had imagined. I lived with this trauma that I can't get what I want because I'm an Iranian and woman with no net in a country that I don't know the system. However, I refuse used to let this setback defines me and uh, reset use this as a catalyst to keep pushing forward. I have continued to focus on personal and professional development determined to overcome any obstacles that come my way.
0: What is inspiring and motivating you the most in your roles and career right now?
1: The chance to make a real difference through policy changes and promote equitable opportunities and good jobs for people. I'm inspired by the possibility of creating positive impact that can transform the lives of millions of people. Every day, I'm motivated to work toward this goal.
0: Let us now jump into the influence of mentors, role models and champions and sponsors. Role models can consciously or subconsciously be a powerful force in our lives. In addition, champions can stand up and advocate for us and open up the world of possibilities. Sponsors match emerging talent with leaders and influential employees who can help us move ahead in our careers. Masume, do you have a mentor, champion and a sponsor today?
1: I had into weeks ago. My mentor passed away in an accident in Iran. He knew me and could point on what I was missing when I was dealing with a problem. I miss him in my life.
0: I'm very sorry to hear and thank you for sharing that and bringing his memory up here. Thank you. Who is the female role model you look up to in
1: your field? I have a very trust group of female and male from the Adaptive Leadership Network. History shows that it has been more
0: common for men having mentors, champions, and sponsors in business than women. So how important do you think is to have a mentor, champion, and sponsor during one's career?
1: Having a role model and mentor can be critical for personal and professional development. A role model can inspire and provide a vision of what is possible. While a mentor can offer guidance, feedback, and support in achieving one's goals, you don't need to learn and try everything by yourself. And you have a person to look at you from the balcony. So both of them are so important.
0: Let's move on to leadership. Adena Friedman, president and CEO of Nasdaq, said, I quote, Empowering those around you to be heard and valued makes a difference between a leader who simply instructs and one who inspires. And Shirley Samber, ex-CEO of Facebook, said, I quote, Leadership is about making others better as a result of your presence and making sure that the impact lasts in your absence. Masume, what does leadership
1: mean to you? At listing adaptive challenges and getting things done. What do you consider good versus a bad leader? Helping people to deal with their losses and adaptive problems mm-hmm. instead of solving adaptive challenges by technical approaches.
0: Who is your favorite female, non binary, or transgender tech leader and why?
1: There are many inspiring female tech leaders who have made significant contributions to in the industry, and I learned some every single of them. How would you describe yourself as a leader? Being connected, direct, and bold, and getting things done with teams and teamwork.
0: And as a leader, what values are the most important to you?
1: Integrity, authenticity, connecting with people and understanding their world. Teamwork and continuous development and learning.
0: What leadership lessons have you learned that have formed you into the leader you are today?
1: Accepting and being okay with the challenges of adaptive problems, being present to the problem of communication and being a team and teamwork. Let us now jump into the hottest topic in business today,
0: workplace culture, unlocking the power of diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. Masume, what does DEIB mean to you personally?
1: Being able to see what our potentials are and realize our potentials if we choose to. What do you consider being three to five signs of good company culture
0: if you were to join a company?
1: Responsive, clear communication, transparency, flexibility, opportunities for progress and development, and a focus on employee well being.
0: As a woman, what has been the most significant barrier in your career, and how have you overcome these challenges?
1: Women may face significant barriers, such as gender bias, lack of mentorship and support, and limited opportunities for advancement. Overcoming these challenges requires resilience, persistence, and a supportive network.
0: Why do you think it's important for more women, non-binary, and transgenders to join the tech industry today?
1: Our work could be a better place, having more women in the tech industry, considering most tech investment goes where men choose. We could have more women in the labor market if we had more women in the tech industry. For instance, they could create more progress in sectors which support women with kids and women at home.
0: Do you and how do you speak with your colleagues about DEIB challenges, for example, salary gaps and promotions?
1: I do research and try to speak with data. For example, I'm working on this issue among higher-skilled workers in the big high-tech companies in the U.S. with Professor David Dalton and William Kerr.
0: There are many public and internal discussions about the barriers women, non-binary, and transgenders face from reaching higher position in the tech industry. How do you feel has affected and is affecting you? And what is your advice on how to best unblock these roadblocks?
1: To unblock these roadblocks, it's important to promote mentorship and sponsorship programs, create a culture of inclusion and respect, and address unconscious biases in leadership, recruitment, and hiring.
0: Today, tech companies spend a lot of marketing money to track women, non-binary, and transgenders. However, at the same time, they're finding it hard to retain them. Articles show that women are leaving the tech industry. What is your best advice or strategies for how companies can work to build a stronger corporate culture that engages gender diversity and equity?
1: We need to acknowledge that women and men are different and they have different needs. Then we can find out what support systems they need to be able to achieve today potential without sacrificing for what they need in their life. They can also prioritize diversity and inclusion initiatives such as mentorship programs and unconscious bias training. What would you say
0: are the few challenges of implementing DEIB culture in a workplace today?
1: It's essential for creating a more innovative, creative and productive environment, but it requires a commitment for leadership and open and honest communication. Why and how do you think companies
0: would benefit from having not just women, non-binary and transgender leaders, but actually higher gender representation at C-level and boardrooms with mandate?
1: By bringing different perspectives and experiences to the table, which can lead to a better decision making, innovation and creativity. So we can better understand and meet the needs of their own customers who are themselves diverse.
0: How much do you think the tech industry has changed regarding DIB since you
1: joined? It has changed, of course. There is a lack of representation of women and minorities and immigrants at the top levels of many companies. For example, I have had divorce experience in a company which is working on the labor market last year. So there is a long way to go. Looking back on
0: your career, what one thing would you have changed in your working environment to rate the bias?
1: I would speak up and increase public awareness.
0: Looking forward, what will you do as a leader to improve the bias for the next generation of women, non-binary, and transgenders in tech?
1: I will work on their empowerment and help them to learn about what their potentials are and how to get to what they want in their life. Let us move on to another hot topic in business today, which is
0: work-life balance and mental health. Masuma, you have without a doubt a busy lifestyle. How do you take care of yourself to maintain a good mental health?
1: I know what most important areas of my life are, and I have a structure and a support system to balance all those areas. For instance, I'm interested in challenging myself in sports. I play professionally, volleyball, handball, badminton, and swimming. I coach holistic health programs and different sports teams. My profession is my life, and my life is my profession. So it works out perfectly. Have you ever experienced burnout? Yes, of course. I did more physical activities. I spent time in the nation, traveled, and connected with people and my loved ones. What is your advice on how companies can create a more mentally healthy workplace in the new now? Promoting work-life balance, offering resources and support for mental health, providing opportunities for professional development, and fostering a culture of open communication and transparency. What motivates you every day to get out of bed? Experiencing a new, me, a new life and empowering others to do what they are up to. The opportunity to make a positive impact on the world and help others through my work. I'm driven by a desire to use my skills and knowledge to create changes and make the world a better place. Now, let us wrap up with a few
0: words of wisdom and a piece of advice for our listeners. Masume, what is the best piece of advice you've been given that has helped you during setbacks in your role and career?
1: Pay true to myself. Do not say no to myself. Let others tell me no. And then what is the worst advice you've ever been
0: given and how did you tackle it?
1: Lower my professional and career standards to be attracted by men, otherwise, I would stay single. So, I didn't let others' fears or considerations run my life.
0: Is there something you wish you would have known or a skill you wish you had when starting out in your industry?
1: I wish I were free from all my considerations and language and cultural barriers. So I could connect with my classmates and people around me and could experience the moment. If you had the ability
0: to go back in time to when you were just at the beginning of your career, what advice would you give to your younger
1: self? You not do what's available and possible. Create what I want and works for me. What advice would you give to young girls,
0: women, non-binary and transgenders who want and trying to break into STEM fields today, especially
1: wanting to become next generation leaders? Be yourself. Know what you are up to and interested in. Have a support system to seek what you want. Take risks and explore. Last but not least,
0: what is next for you in your roles and career? What are your career aspirations?
1: My ultimate goal is to empower individuals, especially women, to achieve their full potential and attain true freedom, and self-expression. In the short term, I plan to continue working on cutting-edge projects that make a significant impact. However, my long-term career aspirations extend beyond this. I aim to become a top leader in promoting diversity, equity, and inclusion throughout the labor market and economy, acting as a role model for young women everywhere. By utilizing my expertise and experience, I plan to create lasting change that benefits all and leave a legacy that future generations can build on.
0: Let me tell you, Masumat, you are a role model to millions of women out there, especially Iranian women, and I'm a huge fan of yours. Thank you for being a guest on the Queens of Tech podcast, sharing your journey will without a doubt inspire change and reshape company culture for the next generation of women, non-binary and transgender leaders in tech.
1: Thank you for having me and for this opportunity.
0: Thank you for listening. If you have worked in the tech industry a minimum three years and would like to share your journey, please nominate yourself or somebody you know to i at jasmemorati.com. For more podcast episode and to learn more about the Queens of Tech initiative and to support us, visit queensof.tech.